0: up beautiful, and welcome to Relationship Badass, the podcast. I'm Nikki Sunshine, your host, and I'm here every single week to bring you juicy episodes that are loaded with tips, tricks, ideas, powerful mindset shifts, and all the things related to helping you empowering, sexy, thriving, deep relationships. So, buckle up, grab yourself a glass of tea, wine, bubbles, and get cozy as we dive into this week's episode. What's up and welcome back, badasses. This is Relationship Badass Podcast, episode 29. And I'm Nikki Sunshine, your humbled, grateful host. Ooh, it's so great to be here with you guys. Now, today I actually have for you my shortest episode ever. <laughs> I know longtime listeners are like, yeah, right, Nikki, you say that every week, but it's actually the shortest episode I've ever recorded. So if you like your relationship wisdom in small, digestible doses, Congrats. I've finally given that to you. (laughs) So we just have a couple quick announcements and let's dive right in. So I would like to start today with gratitude as always. And today I want to thank or just share my thankfulness for the amazing community of women I am surrounded by. Um, This has not always been the case for me. Moving out to Colorado five years ago when I knew basically no one um, was challenging. I didn't have that community of people or women I had known since high school and whatnot. It was like a totally fresh start at age 22. And so I'm so grateful because every single step I took led me to what I have now and just to name a few Callen, Alyssa, luna noel amelia and there's there's so many more but i'm so fucking surrounded by the most amazing women um and it's it's such a source of nourishment for me so i just wanted to molly i didn't mention molly um i just wanted to thank praise and love on emily dallas There's uh, rain, so many of you. So I love y'all. Y'all are my rock. And um, I'm just, every day I'm like, wow, I'm so blessed to be surrounded by such fucking badasses that continue to not only inspire me, encourage me, support me, but challenge me and see my blind spots and call them out. That's the kind of friendship I'm looking for. So I love you, ladies. Now, I am teaching... My first ever relationship workshop live in Loveland, Colorado on August 3rd, which is a Saturday at 11 a.m. So the only way you can attend the workshop is by attending the festival, either for the entire weekend or for the day on Saturday. Um, Tickets are available. I have a link to tickets. I will throw that in the show notes. So if you're local and you're like, hmm, maybe... Um, you can check all the details out with that link. So, if you're going to be at a rise or you're even thinking about it, you best be sending me a message, y'all. <laughs> I've already connected with a couple of you out there Michelle, Jacob, um, but literally, I've been doing this for almost a year and I've connected with so many of you virtually. I wanna know if you're gonna be at a rise. Let's connect. I wanna meet you, hug you, kiss you. <laughs> And know you even deeper. So Arise Music Festival in Loveland, Colorado, August 2nd through 4th. I will be teaching Amplify Love, a relationship and couples workshop. That's happening at 11 a.m. on Saturday, August 3rd in the Wisdom Village. So let me know if you're going to be there, reach out with any questions, and I'm so fucking excited to meet some of you guys and do a live relationship badass experience together. Hell's yeah. Now, I'm still giving away free swag in exchange for your reviews, so please go ahead and leave me a review. I'm now on Stitcher. So for my Android people who have been like, well, fuck you, Nikki, I don't know how to leave an Apple iTunes review, Um, y'all are part of this now. (laughs) So it took me a couple weeks, but I'm on Stitcher. So scroll down to where you can leave a review or a rating on the iTunes app or the Stitcher app. I will also put a link in the show notes because I know for some of you, you've been trying to leave reviews on the app and they haven't been showing up. So then I would maybe just try and do it with the desktop link, like on your computer I don't know, it's been happening for a few of you guys. So um, yeah, click the link, leave me a rating and review that feels genuine to you and then I will be sending you some free swag. So go ahead and do that. I only have, I as I told you guys, I started with 100. I have about 60 or 50 left now. Once they're gone, they're gone. So get your free swag while it's still here, okay? <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, the, the last thing I wanna say is that Um, This episode is actually the audio from a video I made for my YouTube channel. Yes, I have a YouTube channel, if you didn't know. And so I did make a comprehensive one-page guide to go with this episode because um, the folks watching me on YouTube are getting to see my diagram on the video. You guys can't see that here in the podcast. So um, you'll be able to get a lot out of it from just listening. And then at any point, you can go home. Click the link in the show notes and you'll be able to access the guide that goes with this. So I'm so excited today. I'm talking about like how my inner world, my beliefs, my thoughts, my, my mind, mind state and my mindset, how all of these things literally affect the reality around me. And so I wanted to make an episode on this because I'm sure a lot of you have heard that before, like your inner world affects your outer world, but it's kind of like, but how does that really work? You know, you kind of have to just like believe in it. And I know for some that can be kind of what I like, what I've heard called a woo woo claim. And so, um, with the help of the, one of the men I admire the most, Tony Robbins, I've come up with just a really easy way for you guys to understand this. And so that's what this episode is about. Um, please listen to the end. It's super juicy. I would love to know your thoughts. As always, send me a email, relationshipbadass at gmail.com. Screenshot you listening to this in your, and then throw it in your Instagram story and tag me at relationshipbadass. Or just send me a personal message. I love you guys. I love connecting with you. And I really hope you enjoy this episode. All right, let's get to it. What is up, beautiful, brave badasses? Today, I want to talk about how my inner world affects my outer world. And so I've actually come up with kind of a easy to understand diagram I'm going to share with you guys that really explains like, how, actually, what I'm feeling, thinking, experiencing on the inside gets reflected on the outside. Um, I think this is something that people talk about a lot. But if you're more of a logical thinker, you might be like, okay, that's cool, that's woo-woo, but how does it actually work? So I'm here to tell you today how this shit actually works. So I believe that my life is an absolutely... My outer life, so my world, my experiences, my relationships, where I am, my environment, all of that is a reflection of what I'm feeling inside. So let me explain. It's not the actual circumstances that are different based on what's different in here, but how I view them is differently. And how I view my circumstances actually affects what action I'm going to take and eventually what result I get. And so um, maybe I'll just show you guys the diagram first. Uh, For those of you listening on the podcast, I've actually created a document PDF for you so you can download this because I know you can't see what I'm showing my YouTubers, but here's the diagram. So we start with our belief system. What I choose to believe affects the thoughts I have. The thoughts I have regularly, on a regular basis, affect my mindset or my mental state, my mind space. My mind space or my mental state is going to affect what actions I decide to take. And then based on what actions I take in my life, that's going to determine the results I get. And then based on the results I get, that's going to either reconfirm my limiting beliefs or help me to shift my limiting beliefs. So it's a big self-perpetuating cycle. And so this is literally how your beliefs affect your reality. I have to give a shout out to Tony Robbins for giving me this foundation. Um, But it's just really changed the game for me because, so let's actually put this to an example. So if I have a belief that all men are assholes and there's no good men out there, let's say that's something I truly believe. I carry it around, I say it, and it's a belief of mine. Now some guy hits me up online and asks me out on a date. If I have the belief that all men are assholes and there's no good ones left, I'm gonna have thoughts like, well, this is probably gonna be a shitty date. He's probably gonna be an asshole. I don't even really know why I'm doing this, but whatever. So those might be some of the thoughts I'm having based on the belief system I hold that all good men are taken and all men are assholes. (laughs) So now I'm having these thoughts. So now I go on the date. And I show up and just kind of a, I'm already expecting this to go like shit mindset. You know what I'm saying? So I show up basically already in the energy of disappointment. I don't really expect much here. You're probably an asshole. So I've got that vibe, you know? People pick up on that vibe, right? (laughs) So because I have that vibe, The action I'm taking, aka the way I'm showing up on this date is kind of like, yeah, whatever. Maybe I'm judging everything he's saying because I already have this preconceived notion that he's an asshole and I'm just kind of disinterested and not being my normal vibrant self because I already have the thoughts that this date's going to suck and be a waste of time because I have the belief that all men are assholes, which put me in kind of a, I don't give a fuck state. And so now I'm going to show up to the date not giving a fuck. And so since I showed up to the date kind of disinterested and not giving a fuck, that was my action, the result I get is he never calls me again. And so because he never calls me again, I'm like, aha, see, I knew it, all men are assholes. Look, he, they're, all the good ones are taken, he never called back, told you, told you, universe. <laughs> and so now the results I get reconfirm this limiting belief I have. And so if you're looking at the diagram right now for my YouTubers, you can see this literally self perpetuating cycle. It goes in circles. So what happens if I decide, all right, I'm going to change my belief. This belief doesn't feel good. It doesn't get me what I want. So I'm actually just going to change it. What if I make that decision? What happens then? Well, let's just go back through the diagram. So if I decide I'm going to rewrite my belief to I, my old belief was all men are assholes and all the good men are taken. And my new belief is I'm in on the journey to finding my perfect match, my amazing soulmate, my sexy hunk of a man. And he's just he's just waiting for me. And it's just a matter of time and effort before I meet him. So that's my new story. So let's say I make that my new belief system. Yep, my man's on the way, he's amazing, and it's just a matter of my time and effort before I find him. So now I have this belief. I've given up the belief that all men are assholes because that belief doesn't serve me. So now I have thoughts, so now I get asked on the date. The same thing happens. I get asked out, and now I have thoughts like, oh, could this be the man? Oh my gosh, I wonder if it's him. I don't know who knows maybe not but i know my man's out there so this could be it Ooh, yeah okay so now i have these kinds of thoughts with these kinds of thoughts i'm getting ready for my date and i'm fucking excited i'm curious i'm like i don't know what's gonna happen could it be him maybe not i'm excited i'm i'm i don't it's kind of mysterious so i've got this whole different energy going into the date right in the last example i was already expecting it to go like shit, feeling disappointed, and feeling like this is a waste of my time. So that put me in a different kind of mind space than if I'm thinking, ooh, is this the one? Is this my hunky soulmate? <gasps> I don't know. Maybe it's not, but I'm excited to connect anyway. You know, the more the more no's I find, the closer to my yes I am, right? And so now I'm in this different mind state. And so I show up on the date. And I'm curious and I'm asking questions and I'm intrigued and I'm showing him my best self. I want to, you know, look good on the first date and I'm showing up totally differently than in that last example. where I'm just kind of like, yeah, whatever, dude, fuck you. You're probably an asshole. No, I'm excited. I'm curious. I want to know more. And so because I showed up so excited and curious and interesting and creative and in my sexy, ooh, I want to get to know you kind of flow and took that kind of action and was asking him questions and engaging, Well now, he called me back, the next day actually, and asked to set up a date for that night. He was so excited to see me again. So now I get the result of, oh wow, look, I had an amazing time last night and now he called me, and now we're gonna see each other again tonight, and now I'm just feeling so elated, I'm literally getting chills right now just thinking about this, like, oh yes, I can't wait to see him again. And so now that's reconfirming my belief that Men aren't assholes and there are good men out there and my perfect match is waiting for me. And if this one's not him, it's just practice and it's still enjoyable. So now we're on a self-perpetuating cycle that actually feels good. You know what I'm saying? And it all starts with a change in your beliefs. So you guys, if you're listening to this on a podcast, I really implore you to click the link in the show notes and go download this free guide. It's one page, it's super easy, but it'll show you... This diagram that I'm showing my YouTubers um, because it really helps solidify and, and make sense of the process. And so I have a star next to beliefs because this is where it all begins. And so if we change our belief system, we can change the thoughts, therefore our mental state, therefore our actions, and therefore our results, which then reconfirms our awesome beliefs. So this is how I see, this is kind of the mechanism behind why my inner world is constantly reflected in my outer world and so um, I want to leave you guys with a little story from my own life it's basically how I realized that there's some truth to this and so I remember um, about a year and a half ago when Warren and I were still together but this is around that time when I was really tense kind of angry and short and like Little things he did, like coming home to a messy kitchen, or little things like you've heard the six pack story about when he drank my six pack of beer, if you follow me. And so, little things like that could really get to me. They could just fucking spark me, you know, and trigger me and put me into this like state that just didn't feel good. And it didn't feel good for me, and it didn't feel good in our relationship. And so, now, fast forward a year and a half. And he's still the same guy, he's still a mess. (laughs) He's still, like I still come home to a messy house almost daily, but there's, something has changed within me. So my outside circumstances haven't changed. I'm still dating the same man, he still has the same quirks he did a year and a half ago, but they don't affect me as much. And that's what I find really fascinating. And so I started to look at this, I'm like, wait, what's different from now and a year and a half ago? Our circumstances haven't changed. Um, out outwardly, but what, what has changed is me and my belief system and my inner world. And so again, today, the same little quirky things happens. He eats or drinks something I bought for myself that I was really looking forward to, or he leaves a mess. And I'm just able to, to see that and be like, Oh man, there's my messy Warren (laughs) And you know, there are times where we come together and it's like, Hey, can we link up right now for 20 minutes and tackle this kitchen? It'll be so quick and easy. And we do that, but I don't, I don't get super upset. I don't get angry. I don't get triggered typically from little things like this anymore, because I am more resourced in my life right now than I was a year and a half ago. So when I think about my life a year and a half ago, I was confused about my job. I had my cleaning business going for almost five years at that point, and I felt like I wanted to do something different, but I was scared because I already had an established business that was working for me, and I was commuting like an hour to an hour and a half to go to certain clients, and it was, so I was really stressed out and just feeling super spread thin with work, okay? I had just moved to this mountaintop which I love now, but in the beginning, I was like, oh my God, I don't know anyone out here. What the fuck did I just do? My car can't even make it up the mountain in the winter time." <laughs> that was before I had my truck. And so I was just in this state in my life that was more anxious and like, ah, like I didn't have my work shit figured out. I didn't have my inner squish that I do today, my like super close, inner circle of humans that are such a means of support and love and joy for me. I didn't have that. I was still figuring that out. Um, financially, I felt totally fucking clueless. Like I moved up here, took on a larger rent, but now I'm commuting like two to three hours a day for work. So there's a lot going on in my outer world, right? I was, ah, it just felt really chaotic, but really more so that outer chaos was translating directly into inner chaos so i didn't have any of the skills i have today on emotional mastery um, like self-regulation being able to slow down the way i process my feelings and thoughts and emotions i didn't have that before so because i was a little stressed on the outside i was just a mess of stress on the inside and so because my inner so i had beliefs let's go back to the chart for a minute i had beliefs like It's fucking impossible for me to get my work and my friends and everything up on top of this mountain. Like I'm never going to have a life that feels good up here. Those are some of the beliefs I was holding. And so when I held that beliefs, I had thoughts like, oh my God, literally all I do is run around trying to make things work and nothing ever works out ever. Everything's stressful. I can barely pay rent. I'm so, oh, I'm just like barely hanging on here. Those are the thoughts that came from my beliefs. Now, to pause, was that really true? Was I really barely hanging on? No, that wasn't actually true. It maybe felt like that in the moment, but like I had work, I was paying my rent, and I was living in my fucking dream house. I just hadn't like created the perfect dream scenario yet. And so it, it was a little bit stressful, but I was doing just fine. So because I'm having these thoughts, my state is just chaos. I'm always overwhelmed. I'm always feeling like I'm late, driving to and from my clients. I'm late. Oh, my God. Ah. And then getting home at like eight or nine at night and being like, I'm so exhausted. I have no time for me. So my state was just chaotic, stressed, worn thin, right? And so the actions I was taking, well, to be honest, because I was in this worn, thin state, like mental space, I was basically taking actions of self-preservation. And so in terms of in my relationship, what kind of action was I taking? Well, I certainly wasn't taking action where I was trying to make my partner feel loved or show him that I care or you know, step out of my own drama for a minute to show up for my partner. That is not the action I was taking. Because of like the overwhelmed state I was in, the only action I was taking at that moment was self-preservation. So everything that happened was about how does this affect me? How does this affect me? How's Nikki doing now? And so I wasn't giving my relationship any special care or my partner. I was strictly focused on myself and self-preservation. Those are the actions I'm taking. So then the results I got in terms of my relationship is, yeah, like we didn't have one. And this is why Warren and I almost broke up that one time. This is where I was at at that point. And so the results I'm getting in my relationship are he's disinterested, we're disconnected, I feel alone, he feels alone, I don't feel loved, he doesn't feel loved. And so then that just reconfirms my belief that moving up here was a huge mistake, I can't get anything I want, my relationship is suffering, I'm I'm broke, I don't have a good work situation, it just reconfirms everything, right? Everything's shit, basically. (laughs) And so that is the self-perpetuating cycle I was in. Now, when I shifted my belief from this is really hard, everything sucks, this is impossible, I shifted my belief to, wow, I am so fucking grateful that I get to live in this amazing place. And the challenges I'm facing right now to make this possible are the challenges necessary for my personal growth right now. I need these challenges. These challenges are a fucking gift. And so I'm so goddamn blessed to be living here. And every time I face a challenge, I have the opportunity to find a way to make it work. So that's my new belief. So now I'm having thoughts like, wow, how blessed am I? And holy shit, I really just so many thoughts of gratitude. And now I have a challenge, like when my car got completely totaled by an uninsured driver about eight months ago, some of you episode podcast, episode four, I think I talk about that, but it got completely totaled. And had I not shifted my belief before that, can you even imagine what my thoughts would have been? Oh my God, well, here we go. I told you, life sucks. Everything's out to get me. Look, my car just got fucking totaled. The guy's uninsured. <laughs> but because I had changed my belief pattern, I thought, wow, this sucks. Okay, I'm supposed to learn something here. This is supposed to help me. How can I make the best of this, right? That's, so those are the thoughts I started to have or like challenges arose and I was like, how can I make the best of this? What am I supposed to learn here? How is this challenge supposed to serve me? Okay, and so when I have those thoughts, I'm in a pretty damn good state. I'm feeling grateful, I'm feeling alive, I'm feeling like I can do anything. I'm gonna get a challenge and I'm gonna master it like a fucking badass and I'm just feeling like hell yeah. And so then what kind of action am, am I taking in my life? Well, I'm feeling so fucking hell yeah, I'm starting my own business, I'm working my ass off, and I'm doing it with a sense of like, I'm so grateful to be able to work 15 hours towards my dream business a day, right? And I'm taking action towards showing constant gratitude and appreciation towards my partner because I value and appreciate our relationship so, so much that I want him to know how much I appreciate it. And so I'm constantly showering him with genuine love, gratitude, appreciation. I'm waking up every morning and literally dropping into a state of complete gratitude for like 10 minutes and being moved to tears for what I'm grateful for. And so, and at the same time, I'm taking action towards what I want, right? I'm making these videos for you guys. I'm working on my business. I'm working on my relationship. I'm working on my health. I just did a 180 on my diet, you guys, and it is it's amazing. I'm feeling so fucking good. And I did it cold turkey because I shifted my beliefs. That's the thing. It, this is like a way around. Like, you know how sometimes it's like if you want to change a behavior, go to therapy for 10 years and da, 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 da. This is like a shortcut. I just used this system to change my beliefs around my health. And now my diet, literally cold turkey, has changed. I'm eating sardines, you guys. <laughs> I've always had a belief that I hate sardines, and I'm changing that belief right fucking now. So this shit works. So then I'm taking all the amazing action, which gives me the results of an amazing relationship, a business that's taking off, feelings of gratitude, thankfulness, appreciation all the time. I'm getting really good results. And so then that reconfirms my belief that wow, life is really here to serve me. Challenges are just opportunities. I'm blessed. I am guided. And so it reconfirms my awesome beliefs. <laughs> and so I hope that story was able to sh- like, just give you clarity on how this could apply to your life because it's, it's honestly so simple. And once for me, once this clicked, I was like, oh, because like, let's just look at this again for a second. If I'm trying to change my money story, let's say, and I'm completely focused on the results, how can I get my money? how can I get more money? How can I get more money? But my old belief pattern still says, I'm not worthy of making a lot of money or rich people are assholes and poor people are humble and caring. Maybe you have a limiting belief like that, that you learned from your family. Um, Maybe you have a buried belief that says, if I make more money than my parents, they're going to feel duped and outdone by me. And it's going to ruin our relationship. I had a client once that discovered a limiting belief like that, and she, she could never make more money than what her parents made. She's like, I'm doing okay, but I always hit this cap and I don't know why. And she discovered a limiting belief that basically said, if I make more money than my parents, they're not going to love me anymore. They're not going to want to hang out with me. They're going to feel bad. And so once she was able to rewrite that belief, this whole cycle changed and she got different fucking results. So you guys, if you're trying to make a change in your relationship and you're focused so hard on the results, I urge you in this moment to just, so here's your action step for this episode, you guys. Whatever that result is that you're seeking in your relationship, whether it be we're communicating more openly and strongly, or we're working more as a team on our finances, or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. So here's our little journaling prompt action step for this week. <clears throat> Get out a piece of paper. First write down what's that result you've been aching for in your relationship, okay? More date nights. What is it? Then I want you to use this chart, remember podcasters, go to the link in the show notes, it'll be the first link, click it and you can download this chart for free from my website. It's a one-page PDF, it's super simple. Um, Use this chart and go back, track back using this, this kind of method here and figure out what are the beliefs that are connected to that result, okay? and let's see if we can actually experience some change here by focusing on changing the beliefs, which will change your thoughts, which will change your mind space, which will change the action you take, which will change your results. Let's see if we can use this method and get some positive change. Um, so yeah, I'm super, super fucking curious how this goes for you guys. I know for me, that when I'm feeling peace within myself, like I feel peace within my relationship, within my business, within my financial like experience, everything. Um, when I'm feeling anxiety and chaos within me, I tend to feel anxiety and chaos in everything, right? So I want to help you learn what I like to call emotional mastery. And this is Let's learn how to be aware of our emotions, our thoughts, our beliefs, and how they affect everything. And then let's figure out epic ways not to make certain emotions wrong or bad. It's not about that, but it's like, okay, do I want my emotions to run me or do I run my emotions? Right? Do my emotions rule my life or do I rule my emotions? This is a huge shift that in my life has I mean, I think it's the most powerful shift, you guys. Nothing changed in my outer life when I shifted from in my really dark, dark victim place to where I am today, which is so full of love, joy, gratitude, energy, even in the face of challenges, of things not going my way. Nothing changed on the outside. My mom didn't come back to life. My boyfriend didn't undump me. Um, I didn't even like at that point have this business or I wasn't in a super financially great place. I was paying my bills, but um, nothing changed on the outside. It was that I learned how to become a fucking master of my emotional experience. So I want to hear how this goes for you guys when you do the call to action and write down um the result you've been seeking and then connect it to a belief or some beliefs. Please tell me how this goes. Take a picture of your journaling prompt, throw it on Instagram and tag me at relationship badass in a story post. I would love to see that. Or send me an email if you're more private, relationshipbadass.com. No, I'm sorry, relationshipbadass at gmail.com and just tell me your experience and how it went. Um, this has been one of the most powerful understandings in my life. So I hope this can serve you. I love you guys so fucking much. Y'all are such badasses. I know that inner badass is within you. And every time you show up here or show up anywhere in honor of your learning and growth and further understanding of yourself and the world around you, um, the more that inner badass comes out and shines. All right, y'all. I hope you have a magnificent day. I love you, love you, love you. And I will catch you in the next episode.